The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the DGN Dance. Our March Madness bankroll contest is back. Free to enter and $1,000 in cash and prizes up for grabs. Plus, we've got first half under bingo. Enter both contests on the SGPN app. Hello and welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host here, Ryan Gilbert, coming to you on a beautiful Friday night in Philadelphia, the home of interim GM Daniel Briere. As with me, as always, my co-host, Joe Meyer. How's it going out there in Vancouver, Joel? Well, we both had major impacts to uh, two teams we follow with the Chicago Bears trading down finally. Oh, yes. From the number one pick to the Carolina Panthers for a fuckload of picks and DJ Moore, stud receiver. Um, yeah, so that's, that's a huge pickup. Good job. Good win for the newish GM, uh, Ryan Poles. Whatever his name is, actually, something pulls. <laughs> I think it's, it's not Ryan. Pulls. Yeah, okay, it's not Ryan Pace. That's all that matters. Uh, so yeah, and uh, that's that's good news for my bets too. I mean, um, I'm just sweating. Basically, Anthony Richardson can't go first. Will Anderson can't go first. Uh, and then apparently the the Panthers really like C.J. Stroud, and uh, that that's great for me for the the draft and for the Chicago bears. It's good to finally, now we can finally put things in motion as far as the draft order, uh, instead of just assuming that the bears are going to trade picks. So yeah, it's exciting times here. Yeah. I was going to, when I, when I saw that, I, I thought of you see if you, so you have Stroud, you have like at a, at a good price. Yeah. A bit of plus two fifty, and a bit of plus four fifty, plus something, uh, first quarterback mm-hmm. to go. But I also have like Young and uh, a little bit of Will Levis and uh, Jalen Carter. But that was before uh, we learned about his little uh, racing uh, experience. Yeah. Where, oh yes. Uh, yeah, he's got a yeah arrest warrant. But so he's probably not going to go first. Looks <laughs> like Stroud was as high as minus four twenty five after the trade. I'm, I'm assuming that came down a little bit because I'm seeing minus two hundred some places. But yeah, that's that's a talent said a few shows a few weeks ago. Follow follow Joel's uh, NFL draft bets. I don't I don't know how he does it, but every year he comes out profitable, and it's 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 amazing every time. Oh, it's it's the easiest market to uh, win on it. You just have to pay attention, really. Like the you just have to look at the, the beat reporters, mock drafts, certain people who are sharp, giving out information, just stuff like that. It's all information, right? You don't have to sweat like this fucking uh, Blackhawks Panthers overtime. <laughs> it's a bunch of luck. It's actual information that it's uh, minus one thousand, might as well be minus ten thousand. It's uh, there's tons of value in the, this kind of market. That's true. I guess it's also because up, a lot of the casual betters don't want their money tied up for so long. Like they don't want their money tied up for what? I think we're still seven weeks away from the draft. And I'm sure you started betting it like last month. Yeah, I think uh, actually right after the Georgia 
Alabama game, I think, or not Georgia. Oh, so that's that's, Ohio that's State. January, right? That's early, early January. Yeah, yeah. First overall picks up like all year long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that, that's that's good. Use information to your advantage. Also, uh, yeah, good to see Chuck Fletcher out as the Flyers general manager finally. Um, it's a good day in Philly. It's a uh, it's a few years too late, I think, or maybe not a few years, but it's just been. Long overdue, and, and the thing is, is that it doesn't matter if he's out as long as the the old heads in there, Bob Clark, uh, Paul Holmgren, Bill Barber, are still kind of running things. That that's what the Flyers have been their whole their whole uh, career, whole franchise history is just you know Broad Street Bullies. They won the two only two Stanley Cups. They they run the front office. That's how it's been going. Apparently, they're looking to looking to change that. But there's also rumors of they they like Eric Lindros to bring into the front office or Chris Pronger which I don't know if I agree with that too much. Also, I'm just baffled, mostly baffled by the timing of this. Like, why why let Chuck Fletcher have one final trade deadline last last week? Why not wait till the end of the season? I guess they're trying to appease the fans a bit now. They, they, they're saying, oh, we, 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 heard, we heard the fan backlash and, and we're taking, taking action. But the fans have been pressuring their front office for at least this season, if not last season, to do something, finally get rid of Fletcher or whatever. So... I think uh, too little, too late. Also, good to see Danny Breyer in there. He he did have some uh, time up with the ECHL team, or even I think even below the ECHL up in Maine as I think the GM or assistant GM up there. He's been working under Chuck Fletcher, Dave Scott for a little bit here. So hopefully he can help the Flyers dig out from the mess that we're in. But this is a, a good first start for the Flyers with uh, Chuck Fletcher being out. Yeah, good for you. It's... Uh... Yeah, speaking of Ryan Pace, like I mentioned, it's tough being uh, led by a terrible GM, and you know, hopefully uh, he's better than the last couple that you guys have had. Yeah, we we just need a just need a, a total teardown, and I think in the in the press release thing they said they're they're going to commit to like an organizational organizational rebuild, which should mean hopefully they start tanking. I guess, I guess we'll see if anything coming down from the front office in the final twenty or so games here. But poor Tortorella, he's not going to be down for that. I mean, he, uh, we talked about it a few, a few shows ago. He he saw the writing on the wall when he signed up to come here. I mean, maybe he's hoping he'll get fired and just sit home and collect a paycheck at some point. Yeah, all right. All right. Um, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, where I listen to your podcast. If that's on Apple, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review. On Spotify, just leave us a five-star rating. And you can always reach out to us on Twitter at hockey sgpn we've got some uh clips and stuff up on there so make sure you check that out and of course make sure you check out the discord sg.pn slash discord in the hockey channel everything going off in there we got some props out there tonight good conversation good bets just a just a good time you're losing money if you're not in there make sure you check out the website as well uh the back-to-back episodes of baseball money is fake yesterday and today so check those out if you're into baseball or, or, or fantasy baseball at all of course, everything else, MMA doing its thing. Got F1. Is that F1 a weekly thing now? No, they they, they the, added one more race this season, but it's it's still like uh, once every well, sometimes it's once a week, but uh, it's usually like once every two weeks. Yeah, we got that going. We got NASCAR going. I'm sure we got we got the players going. Check out the golf gambling podcast there. And uh, yeah. Also, make sure you check out WinBet, the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states. There are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's Build Your Own Bet. 
March Madness is almost here, plus plenty of ways to get down on the NBA, NHL, and XFL. Sign up today to receive a special offer, bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you're a serving yards gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And the DGEN Dance, our March Madness bankroll contest, is back. Free to enter and $1,000 in cash and prizes are up for grabs. Plus, we've got first half under bingo where you can win an SGPN gift card. Enter both contests on the SGPN app. All right, Joel, you ready to get into this uh, big 15-game slate on Saturday, March 11th? Vamos. Vamos. All right, kicking it off here with the Detroit Red Wings at the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston at the Gardens. I'm not sure why there's multiple gardens, but there are. Uh, Bruins on the money line are minus 330. Bruins on the puck line are minus 135. Red Wings on the money line are plus 275. Red, uh, Red Wings on the puck line are plus 115. Over under six and a half. Over paying off plus 100. Under at minus 120. Uh, what do you think of this big favorite here? Talon turns the the plural gentleman into the singular gentleman, <laughs> and you turn the uh, singular garden into the plural gardens. Um, yeah, my line is uh, significantly higher than uh, what we got here. Uh, Bruins minus three seventy nine. So, you know what that means? We're betting the Bruins after a nice little win with the Oilers uh, yesterday. I think time's mm-hmm. kind of blurring together here. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that was like their their second or third regulation loss at home. I think it was uh, it, was it their first? Was it their first? Holy I think shit. it was. Or, or not, their first in, first in quite some time, I think, because no, they are twenty six three and three at home, so it was not their first. Yeah, but it was also it was their first time blowing a lead, like they had a lead after the first period. Oh, maybe uh, it was something like that. Yeah. that. That's what it was. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, Swayman was in that. There should be old mark here. Uh, yeah, meanwhile, the Red Wings continue to suck. They struggled to beat the Blackhawks. They lost a bunch of games in a row before that. Uh, yeah, ever since uh, their playoff hopes were lost in that, that two-game series against the Senators, they've been uh, really bad. They, they've shown their true selves, like I expected, and hopefully they continue to tank. So we get that uh, under point total, um, which is basically they're on pace for right around 84.5, which is what the number I got was. Uh, anyway, for this game, give me the Bruins and uh, just give me the puck line minus one thirty five. I expect them to uh, dominate this game and uh, get back on track. You know, uh, every game is is meaningful to them this year. Like uh, we always say, they don't take games off, and uh, especially after losing that one to the Oilers. Yeah, so I, I think that they can win this one comfortably. So minus one thirty five is a fairly cheap price, in my opinion. Uh, I am right there with you. I'm on the puck line at minus 135. Red Wings, you said they've not been playing well since uh, that, that series in Ottawa. Even before that, home home against the Lightning, they outshot them, but got lost 3-0. Uh, last four road games, all losses by at least two goals. 6-2 in Ottawa twice. 4-1 against the Islanders. Then 3-1 against the Flyers. Uh, you know, we talked about, you know, you can't look at teams playing for something, but the Bruins have a little less aren't going to overlook the Red Wings after, you know, they don't want to have back-to-back losses after losing to Edmonton. 
and, and their last few wins, 4-2 against the Rangers, 7-1 against against the Sabres. I mean, they're showing out at home, 3-1 against the Sens, 6-2 against the Isles a few weeks ago. So I'm pretty comfortable with the Bruins covering the puck line here at minus 135. This is purely anecdotal, but it always seems like the Bruins win these afternoon games. Like whenever they're playing like an early game, it seems like they they, they win them. So uh, I don't know if that's factual or not, but that's just my impression watching these. uh, Bruins always get these early games on Saturdays for some reason. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just (laughs) something uh, to look into, I guess. It does seem like that. And there were there were a few seasons in a row there in the mid 2010s when the Flyers would always have like a, a mid-March Saturday afternoon game in Boston and they would lose it in some depressing fashion. And speaking of the Flyers, uh, the Flyers are at the Penguins in the 330 slot here. Game itself is in Pittsburgh. Uh, Penguins are minus 260 on the money line. On the puck line, they are minus 115. Flyers are plus 220 on the money line. On the puck line, they are minus 105. Over-unders at 6.5, both paying off minus 110. Uh, this is the one few games I don't really have a strong play on. If I had to take a side, I'd, I'd take the Flyers. They just play really close games. This is a game where you would come out and you know see Tortorella gets his guys playing hard after the, the uh, fire GM bounce here. And it's the Penguins. You, you always want to see the Flyers beat down the Penguins. So uh, I, I did bet uh, the game to go to overtime at plus 390. I threw a sprinkle on that because Flyers games have been tending to get a lot of loser points this season. And Pittsburgh has gone to overtime in two straight and three of their past four games, including against the, the Blue Jackets, who are equally as bad, if not worse, than the Flyers. So we're out for a game here. So I guess if I, if I had to bet a side, then I'd, I'd bet Flyers plus one and a half at minus 105. See a close game very well could go to overtime uh, on the total. No strong play. I'd, I'd probably lean to the over, but it's just because it's drive or a game. I maybe see some power plays. Yeah, the uh, Flyers here are a live dog, I think. I agree with you there. Um, you know, it's this close rivalry game. I know the Penguins have somewhat dominated it over the, the recent history, but uh, it's it's still a, a game that the Flyers should get up for, especially with uh, a coach like Tortorella. My line is only minus 240 for the Pens, so it's it's bang on between them. But uh, if you're gonna make a pick a side here, give me the uh, give me the dog here to win this dog fight. Uh, uh, yeah, this this should be a fun one to uh, to watch before the the main slate gets going. Uh, plus 220, I think, is a good number there. Also, like the under six and a half, minus 110. Uh, both teams playing a uh, decent defense, I guess, relative to uh, where they are in the standings, at least. And, um, of course, we're getting some good, better goaltending from the Pens, better goaltending from the Flyers. So they've been fairly solid all year, especially with that the new guy coming in, Urson, whatever his name is. Um, so, yeah. He, like he's gone. He's, he's he's back in the minors. So they got, they got oh, Hart he? and Sandstrom back up now. Okay. Well, Hart's good, too, of course. So, uh, yeah, under six and a half here would be uh, my lean for the total. But, uh, yeah. Flyers money line plus 220. I I, I I like that. I won't be surprised to see uh, it go a little up, uh, but uh, mm-hmm. even at plus 220, I, I don't I don't mind that at all. All right, going down here to uh, five o'clock. We got the New York Rangers at the Buffalo Sabers. Game itself is in Buffalo. Uh, Rangers on the money line are minus 145. Sabers are plus 125. Over under is at six and a half. Over paying off minus 125. Under is plus 105. Uh, I think this is being a little bit disrespectful here to the Rangers. Uh, I think they are better than minus 145. I know the, the 
the stars were minus 150 or higher and they they beat them 10-4 you could see buffalo try to bounce back from that but i mean they, they've lost three straight and uh five of their past six games rangers haven't really clicked yet with, with uh patrick kane lost to the senators on the second back-to-back lost in boston which there's, there's no shame in that but did come back to beat the uh, canadians on thursday night so i think they'll be able to continue that keep that going here against buffalo i like them at only minus 145 and for total i I would have to lean to the under with with shesterkin in that as long as he's starting and it's not halak otherwise i'd probably lean to the over but having said that the sabers did just give up 10 goals so i'm not going to bet that the only thing i'm going to bet is rangers minus 145 yeah, uh, it's actually it's encouraging for the Rangers. They got uh, Patrick Kane's first goal, got an assist as well, and then Panarin had three assists, so that that line should be uh, clicking. I'm not sure if those are power play points or whatnot against the Canadians, but uh, it's good to get them anyway. Hopefully they're uh, they're getting going. Uh, my line is right in between these two here, so it means it's bang on and minus 135 for the Rangers. But I don't think that I've downgraded the Sabres enough. They've been uh, not good over the past couple weeks here. And the Rangers might be starting to figure some things out. I mean, it's not not good only winning in overtime against the the Habs. But uh, at least at least those, those guys are, are putting up points now. And maybe the chemistry is starting to come back. I don't know. But uh, the Sabres definitely I'm not. I'm not too interested in backing them after that uh, demolition by the Stars with uh, 10 goals and poor Eric Comer who had to stay in that the whole damn game. Um, yeah, maybe they come back stronger after that. You know, uh, we lost a 10-4. We we gotta rally the troops and that kind of thing. But uh, I can't I can't do it right now the way that they're playing. They're they're, uh, they're pretty weak in my opinion. So yeah, I guess I lean to the Rangers here for a side. A stronger play though is is the over six and a half. Minus 125. Who knows who's going to play in that for the Sabres these days? <laughs> They're like rotating three three guys at this point. Uh, hopefully it's Connery again for the over sake. Uh, uh, that, that was pretty pitiful. But, um, yeah, I like the over six and a half here. I think the Sabres can get some goals. Of course, Rangers goaltending is, is uh, mediocre. Well, maybe not mediocre, but by Shesterkin's standards, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, and then, then they, they've been uh, scoring some goals, too, and they're – Defense isn't exactly elite, so yeah, I like the over six and a half here uh, more than uh, either side. Yeah, it, it's worth noting there are eight games on Sunday. There's going to be quite a few back-to-backs, including for the Rangers, who play in Pittsburgh on Sunday. So I could see them going with a lock here, and then I would probably, if that if that's who's in who's in that, and it's still over six and a half, I'd probably end up taking that one. Going down to six o'clock, we got the Arizona. Oh, I, I didn't notice. I didn't notice that the Bruins play in Boston and then they play in Detroit the day after. So that's interesting. Maybe, maybe we'll be swimming in on Saturday. I don't know. That doesn't change okay. my pick, but that's interesting to note. Yeah, it is interesting. Home and home there. I don't see those too often. We're going down to six here. We got the Arizona Coyotes at the Colorado Avalanche game itself is in Colorado. Avs are minus 410 on the money line. They are minus 155 on the puck line. Coyotes are plus 330 on the money line, plus 135 on the puck line. Over-under is at 6.5, both paying off minus 110. Are you backing your Avs here as a big fave? Not the way we've been playing lately, that's for sure. Uh, got, yeah, just a pretty meh game against the Kings there, losing that one. Um, Georgiev is pretty much our best player at this point. I mean, Makar has been actually pretty good since coming back from his pseudo concussion or whatever it was. Uh, but other than that, it's, it's tough to get, uh, any kind of 
depth scoring and, and Rantanen's cooled off quite a bit. He hasn't uh, done too much, or at least not at the, the pace he was on before. And uh, when he's not scoring, it, it's hard for the other guys to get going. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's tough here. Minus 410 is way too high. My line is only minus uh, 335, in fact. So I'm actually pretty close to the Coyotes here. And I'm sure that this number will go up, uh, even though I don't think the Avs deserve it. <laughs> um, and the Coyotes, they keep winning games, unfortunately, for their long-term prospects. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they just beat the Preds. Uh, they beat the Blues, and uh, of course those are home games. But uh, going up to Colorado is uh, not a far trip, and uh, the Avs haven't been uh, their usual selves at home. Uh, pretty much like a 500 club, uh, and uh, at the Sack Ball Arena, yeah. uh, that altitude is not helping them. And uh, these Desert Dogs could come in here and uh, just put the hurt on. But the plus 330 is just the only reason why I'm interested. Of course, I mean obviously the Avs should win this game, but. Not at minus four ten. That's that's not uh, close to what I got him at. So, yeah, I, I like the uh, the Coyotes here, and I like the under too. Under six and a half minus one ten. I was getting good goaltending. They're still getting good defense. It's a matter of scoring goals. And um, the Coyotes, same kind of thing. They're getting great goaltending from Ingram and Vimelka. and they had another guy in there the other night too, Prozvatov or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, I saw him. Yeah. So uh, yeah, even he he was having a good game against the Preds too. So, yeah, I like the under uh, six and a half quite a bit. It's hard to see seven goals in this game when both teams' offenses aren't exactly clicking. Yeah, I'll agree with you there on the under. You said they're not really scoring too often. And, I mean, the Avs have been pretty much an under team so far this season. I want to lean to the Coyotes. It's just that road record of of 7-21-7 and is scaring me away. But it's going to be a low-scoring game. Could see a 3-2 here. I, I might do what I did tonight with the uh, Blackhawks, sprinkle a little money line, throw a little bit more on a plus 1.5 and plus 135, and then you know hedge out or try to middle with the Avs live if Coyotes take a lead. Um, but uh, personally, I did parlay the Avs and the Lightning, who we are talking about next. Uh, I got them both at minus 375 each, which, which is a pretty good line because Lightning are up to minus 500. So I did that to win one unit. Uh, I, I don't think the Avs are going to lose at home to the Coyotes. And then, I mean, we'll talk about Lightning next game. But uh, I could see this being a close game and, and would not hate the Coyotes at plus one and a half, at uh, plus 135, or plus two and a half if, if that shows up around, you know, minus 130, something around there if you want to play it a little bit safer. The yeah, Avs did spank the Sharks 6 nothing after uh, their last loss, so you, you got that going for you. We got that going for us, and then hopefully they do spank these uh, Coyotes, too. That's true, yes. All right, going down to that Lightning game, Chicago Blackhawks at the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa. Lightning are minus 500 on the money line. Uh, the puck line is minus 2.5 at plus 105. Blackhawks are plus 400. Uh, Blackhawks on the puck line is plus two and a half, minus 125. Over-under is at six and a half, overpaying off plus 100. Under is at minus 120. Uh, I'm going to assume the Lightning Lightning plays Sunday or no? Yes, they do. So we could very likely see Brian Elliott in this game. And then uh, the Blackhawks had to dress a emergency backup tonight with Mrazek in that. So you could just see Mrazek playing both halves of the back-to-back. So in that case, I, I like the over here, over six and a half at plus 100, especially if it is going to be that goalie situation. Both teams do lean to the over so far this season. 
yeah, the, the Blackhawks was 4-3 overtime game in uh, Florida tonight. Had a uh, had a two nothing lead, t- then tied the game before it's overtime. Lightning haven't really been themselves recently, so this is a good chance for them to get back on track against a, a tired, bad team. So I do have that parlay. If I had to play this game solo, I'd probably just do Blackhawks plus two and a half minus one twenty five, with Elliott likely in net. But uh, I, I, my best bet would be the over six and a half at plus one hundred. Don't mind that. Uh, but, yeah, you, you mentioned the, the goaltending situation, and it's tough to back a play here without knowing uh, that information. But uh, considering the difference between Vasilevsky and Brian Elliott and the what's going on with the Blackhawks' goaltending situation, I thought you said Dalek was back. Is, is he hurt again? He, he was back. He was out with a uh, with an illness tonight. Ah, okay. So he's probably still sick. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, my line is only minus four, four, 433. And I do expect the Lightning to get the money, regardless of who starts in net for them. Uh, so I'm going to wait, and I'm going to take the Blackhawks again, most likely, <laughs> if it gets high enough, and uh, put myself through the same torturous experience I did today, where they blew another two-goal lead, um, this time to uh, an even bigger favorite in the Panthers. But uh, yeah, I mean, the Blackhawks are a shit team, but the Lightning are, are not... Not playing too well uh, these days. They, they they finally won a game against the Flyers, but they struggled a little bit in even doing that. And, uh, yeah, they should have lost in regulation to the Knights as well, but uh, got a bit lucky towards the end of that game. Pushed it to overtime, but they lost anyway. Uh, yeah, the Lightning are just, uh, they're just they're slumping right now. So I can't, uh, in good faith, uh, bet them to win this game and at this price. So, yeah, I'm going to wait for a better Blackhawks number. But, uh, yeah, for now, if anything, you take the over 6.5 plus, plus 100. Uh, Lightning are they're pretty average these days in terms of their expected goals against, expected, or uh, their actual goals against. And, uh, yeah, it's not looking good there in uh, Tampa Bay right now. Um, so, yeah, Blackhawks and the over, I guess, at this point. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming Hedman's still out for them. I, I didn't watch the the Flyers game or, or their Vegas game against them, but I think he's still out. Yeah, questionable day to day. Saturday. It says, yeah, he'll probably be out much longer than day to day. I I would I would speculate there. We're going down to, to another seven o'clock game here. We got the New Jersey Devils at the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is in Montreal. Uh, Devils are minus two fifty five on the money line. Puck line they're minus one fifteen. Canadians are plus 215 the money line. Their puck line is minus 105. Over-unders at 6.5. Over-paying off minus 115. Under at minus 105. Uh, another big favorite here, Joel. What do you got? Yeah, it's uh, another big favorite. I kind of lean to the the Habs here by default. You know, Saturday, Hockey Night in Canada. They're at the Bell Center. Um, but the Devils are just so good on the road. Uh, I think they're the best team on the road this year. Might be tied with Boston. Um, but, uh, yeah, the freaking Canadians, they, they just keep fighting. This team is uh, – they they're like the the Senators last season. They're the pesky – The pesky, the pesky Habs. Yeah, the pesky Habs. And, uh, yeah, they, even when the games they're losing, they're, they're, they're close games. They, they don't get blown out too much. Uh, um, but the Devils are just uh, – they're too good and they're too fast. I think that their their skill will carry the day here. Um, so uh, even though the number tells me maybe Habs, but uh, instinct tells me Devils, and uh, that that's where I bet. I've already bet the Devils in regulation, so that's what I got back here. I guess I gotta trust the gut, as uh, Talon would. Um, 
yeah, I mean, uh, the Canadians are getting a goaltending. We've been over this a lot. Good offense, despite their lack of skill. Um, but the Devils just have four awesome lines, and they'll be outmatching the Habs, uh, no matter who who the Habs put on the ice. I mean, uh, the Habs' first line, with all the injuries, whatever, is... Uh, uh, I don't know how much better it is than the Devils' fourth line with uh, the guys they got down there. So, yeah, give me the Devils here. Minus 255 is... Uh, a little steep, but I think it's it's worth backing right now. I mean, uh, of course, you could do the minus one and a half at minus 115. But like I said, the Habs are in these games. So, yeah, I chose the middle ground. I like I always do with the regulation. But, uh, yeah, your mileage may vary. And uh, it's up to you, I guess, as the better. Yeah, the Habs have been in, in close games. Last two went to a shootout. Uh, three one-goal losses before that. One a game before that. One uh, through the past three for that so yeah i'm on the canadians plus one and a half i got it even money minus 105 is fine i'll I'll pay the five cents for for the podcast listeners here uh as a one and a half goal favorite the devils are 15 and 29 this season as a one and a half goal underdog the canadians are 35 and 24 devils have been playing close games recently as well uh caps took into a shootout coyotes took them to overtime lost by one goal to vegas and toronto Kings took them to overtime. So, yeah, I like the Canadians here, plus one and a half. Uh, I threw it out in the podcast on Wednesday against the Rangers. It hit. I didn't bet it. So this time I made sure to bet it. It's probably not going to hit this time, but that, that's the side I, I would go with. All right, we got the uh, 7 o'clock here again. Vegas Golden Knights at the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina. Hurricanes are minus 190. Hurricanes puck line is plus 145. Golden Knights are plus 160, over-unders at 6, overpaying off minus 115, under is at minus 105. Uh, this is this is one of the few games I have not bet yet on this slate. These are two of my probably most most often bet teams. I love, I love bet on the Hurricanes. You know, Hurricanes and unders are classic bets for me. Knights are, Knights are good bets usually for overs or for some live bets. Uh, Knights have won for the past five, including a big overtime win in Tampa Bay that should not have won. Uh, Hurricanes have won four in a row after losing uh, back-to-back games. I, I like the Canes in this game, but I think minus 190 is a bit too steep. So if I had to lead anyway, it would be to the Knights at plus 160. What I'm looking to bet right now, though, would probably be the under six at minus 105. Uh, both of these teams are under teams on this season. I know that the Hurricanes are having some goalie issues because Kachikov is back up for the shutout against the Flyers. one nothing game there. Aiden Hill's been playing well for Vegas, though, and, and both of these teams do know how to play some defense with uh, good coaches there. So, yeah, I think under 6, minus 105 is going to be my, my play for this one. I like that uh, under as well, largely um, for the reasons you mentioned. And, uh, yeah, just the, the Canes are awesome under team. Um, just playing great defense, and yeah, Kochetkov is back with the with another shutout. That's all he does: get shutouts, <laughs> and then uh, gets uh, stomped like by seven goals. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that won't be for uh, until the end of the season because uh, the Canes are, yeah, they need the goaltending, especially uh, in the playoffs where uh, Freddie Anderson is known to uh, give up uh, a weak goal or two. Um, but yeah, for this game. Uh, uh, it's another one where the, the Knights are getting faded in the market. It's happened uh, third game in a row now with the, them being faded against the uh, Panthers and the Lightning. 
and uh, now the Hurricanes. So, yeah, just waiting on this line to get a little higher. Maybe I'll come back with the, the Knights. I already bet the Canes at a different number. Um, my number is minus 168, so it's uh, it's, it's approaching that with the with the Knights here. Um, but, yeah, it, it's tough to uh, fade the Canes here. So, yeah, right now it's uh, another wait-and-see game with these Knights. I mean, uh, I should have bet them against the Lightning because it, it did get high enough for me to pull the trigger, but I got greedy and stuck with my Lightning bet and uh, yeah, lost anyway. But like you said, it, the Knights were the weaker team in that game. I, I didn't really see i just uh, I mean, saw the just late. yeah just based off shot totals and i was following on the on the deserve to win on money buck I, I ended up betting on i think the lightning money line and lightning plus one and a half so it was it was great for me i hit, hit my dog and hit the live bets but yeah i think shots were like 19.7 at one point something like that okay so that makes sense why they continue to be faded here um especially when a team doesn't deserve the the win so yeah i guess I guess I still lean to the Hurricanes, but if it gets too much higher, then uh, I got to go the other way. It's right at what, right at the margins. What, is, what did you get the Canes at when it opened? I don't even remember. <laughs> I got to okay. check, but uh, it was like uh, forty cents off, like from the oh, something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's pretty low. I, I would have hopped on that as well. All right, going down to the next seven o'clock game. Bunch of seven o'clock games on this slate. We got the uh, Edmonton Oilers at the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto, home of one Talon Jenkins. Uh, Maple Leafs are minus 130. Oilers are plus 110. Over-under is at 7, overpaying off plus 110. Underpaying off minus 130. What do you got for this uh, Hockey Night in Canada matchup? Well, it's, uh, it doesn't mean shit to the, the Leafs like it does to the Canadians. <laughs> uh, they don't really uh, treat these games any differently. But this is actually two two good Canadian teams. Yeah, I mean, but the Leafs, they don't really, they don't really do that kind of thing. Like everybody shows up to play the Leafs, but the Leafs just, uh, I don't know, they. The Leafs they are just, just better than everybody else, despite not doing much ever. No, they, they're, they're, yeah, they're better, but uh, they don't really treat these games differently. I mean, they, they look down to their, they play down to their opponents, like they're, they're the worst team in the uh you know the contender class against like the bottom five teams they're like <laughs> they're like 500 against the coyotes and the blackhawks the ducks and all that so yeah that 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 way they treat things differently but uh i don't know the, the leafs uh we'll, we'll have to check the numbers see how they do in these hockey night canada games but uh anecdotally again i, I don't think that they they, they really over performing mean, that's why the fucking canadians keep beating them on saturdays so yeah but this one i think uh the oilers is coming off that huge win over the number one C Boston Bruins could be a letdown spot, except they're playing the Leafs bunch of uh, Ontario boys on the Oilers, including uh, Connor McDavid himself. So they, they'll be up for this one. No letdown spot here. Um, I have, yeah, my line is only minus one Oh eight for the Leafs. So, so give me the Oilers. We just saw this game happen. Oilers absolutely stomped them uh, five to two. Um, yeah. I think that uh, it should be, um, Matt Murray in Nets and uh, what's his name? Stuart Skinner. Like Jack Campbell's not getting his uh, revenge game here, just like he danced the first time. Because I, I don't think he's the the most mentally strong. So uh, go on and play your own team. You don't, you don't want the, someone who's going to bail on you uh, mentally. So yeah, I like that for the Oilers as well with Skinner and Net. So yeah, give me the Oilers here. I expect uh, them to show up for this game. When is the Leafs just uh, kind of? coast until they're down two goals then maybe they'll put up a fight i don't know but uh, at either rate give me the Oilers. 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm there with you. I got the Oilers at plus 110 earlier. That's what they're at right now. Like you said, they they played uh, on March 1st, last Wednesday, in Edmonton, 5-2 uh, win for the Oilers there. Leafs are without Ryan O'Reilly until April at least. Uh, Luke Shen is still out. Is that is he the one? Birth of his child? Yeah, not available Saturday's game. Uh, Tavares is questionable with an illness, so you wonder if that's affecting other players or if he he'll probably play for this one, get up for this one, but. I think either way, you know, the Oilers should keep rolling here. Uh, back-to-back wins in Buffalo and Boston. Keep it going up in Toronto. One for the past five overall. Uh, only loss was on a back-to-back in Winnipeg. So, yeah, I like them here as dogs, especially we know the Leafs, the Leafs. I guess they can get up for these games, but I don't think they should be favored this much with uh, given their injuries and given how the Oilers have been playing recently. One more thing. The Leafs are playing right now with 11 forwards and 7 D-men. They're just thinking about the playoffs once again because uh, there's no reason to be doing this. Uh, mm. They just want to get all these new defensemen in, like playing Eric Gustafson and uh, um, the others there. Uh, so, yeah, there's just a bit of, uh, I don't know, they're, they're, they're in shambles, I guess, in terms of uh, just finding the chemistry between the, the pairings there uh, on defense. And then, of course, 11 forwards. Uh, I think even Sheldon Keefe said that he doesn't even like doing it, but he's got it because he wants to get uh, as many D-men playing as much as possible for the playoffs. So it's just another little uh, little disadvantage for the Leafs here. Yeah, they're, they're lucky. I mean, the, the Lightning are sucking right now, too. Otherwise, Lightning would probably take take over that home ice advantage. Uh, Light, Lightning right now have 82 points. In eight, they're four points back of the Leafs with one more game played. So unless Toronto really shits the bed, they, they should still have home ice in that but there are 18 games left for the leaf 17 for, for the lightning so there is plenty of a uh, time for that to change all right we are also brought to you by underdog fantasy underdog fantasy is heating up for march madness college pickup is a great way to get in on the action especially if your bracket is busted after day one plus underdog fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code sgpn for 100 percent Deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right, going down here again, still at 7 o'clock. we got the Winnipeg Jets at the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Panthers are minus 130. Uh, Jets are plus 110. Over-unders at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 115. Under is at minus 105. Uh, there's some discussion about this one in the Discord. I think uh, I think Catfish Dilly there was asking if, if the Jets would – Line would go down with the Panthers on a back-to-back. I think so. Uh, with Bobrovsky tonight, uh, I don't know who their backup is now. It might be Alex Lyon, but but either way, I, I see uh, Hellebuck likely starting for the Jets and having the the goaltending advantage over whoever it is for the Panthers. Have not been impressed with the Jets recently. Though. Lost uh, two straight and uh, seven of eight uh, and one before that. So. Panthers have won three in a row all at home. They are, are a much better home team, but just think on a back-to-back here for them. Um, they're one and seven in their last eight playing on no days rest. So with that alone, I, I have to go with the Jets here at uh, plus 110. I agree with that. The Jets were playing shitty hockey for a while, but uh, the Wednesday game against the Wild, um, they were a much better team in that one, and uh, they, that was the best game in a long time. Just unlucky to lose it just because they got goalied by Marc-Andre Fleury, who was outstanding. Um, so, yeah, I like them to carry that form into this one, find some positivity in that performance, and uh, carry it on on this uh, road trip here. So, yeah, the goaltending advantage should be to Hellbook, but that's assuming that he can uh, 
<laughs> rediscover his form because he hasn't been good the past few games, that's for sure. But uh, he should at least be good as Alex Lyon. Um, so, yeah, plus 110 for the for the Jets here. That That's the way I'm going with, uh, right now. I only have the Panthers at minus 111 after factoring in the, uh, the back-to-back. So, yeah, yeah, take the Jets here. I also like the the over just because of what I said with Hellbuck struggling. And, uh, of course, the Panthers, one of the more elite offenses in the league and uh, one of the most unelite defenses in the league. So, yeah, I like the over six and a half here as well as the Jets. All right, going down to the last seven o'clock game here. We got the St. Louis Blues at the Columbus Blue Jackets. Probably one of the worst games on the slate. The game itself is in Columbus. Blue Jackets are minus 105. Blues are minus 115. The over 6.5 is minus 115. The under 6.5 is minus 105. Uh, what, what do you got for this this barn burner? Uh, yeah, it's uh, a tough one, I guess. A tough one to watch, tough one to cap. Uh, Blues are, yeah, I don't know what, what their, their motivation is right now. I mean, obviously, they got a coach who wants the most of them every single game. Whereas the Blue Jackets are finding ways to win in strange ways, uh, in spite of Merzlikin's best efforts. I mean, it was I think he was in that in that that game they lost four nothing, or they gave up that four nothing lead, right, to the the Penguins in the last side. I I think so. It must have been because yeah, uh, I don't was. know. He, yeah. No, no, it was Hutchinson, and then Merzlikin uh, came in. Uh, okay. All right. Well, uh, Michael Hutchinson isn't exactly uh, um. Any better. So, yeah, uh, does the goaltending um, downgrade after losing Corpusal is pretty massive for the Blue, Jacket, Blue Jackets, uh, but they are playing better defensively. So, what? I just quacked. It's 2 1 oh. Ducks. Oh, shit. Not good. Um, yeah, I, I like the under six and a half here. Uh, the Blues don't have a very good offense going right now. And, uh, yeah, the, the Blue Jackets are still one of the worst defensive teams, but they're, they're still finding ways to limit chances somewhat. Um, so, yeah, better, better bet here would be the Blue Jackets. My line is only minus 102 for the Blues. So, yeah, I guess I lean to the Blue Jackets for a side, but no strong opinion there. It looks like uh, Merzlikens will be away from the team for a bit as his grandmother is seriously ill. So he went back to uh, Latvia there. So they have now Daniil Tarasov, who had a 908 save percentage in 13 contests with the Blue Jackets this season. And then, of course, Michael Hutchinson, who uh, shit the bed there against the Penguins. So, yeah, I do like the over six and a half here, minus 115. I did bet that earlier. You know, both teams not too much to play for. Should be some open hockey out there. You know, Columbus 5-4 last, last game blew a lead. Lost 5-2 to Ottawa. Blues still have some offensive talent there with uh, – Jordan Cairo, they got uh, Tory Krug, Brent Brendan Saad, Braden Shen. They can, they can put up some goals. They can allow some goals as well. So the over 6.5 at minus 115 is my play there. All right, going down to 7.30 here. We got the Washington Capitals at the New York Islanders. Game itself is on Long Island. Got the Islanders at minus 140. Capitals are at plus 120. Over-under is at 5.5, overpaying off minus 115. The under is at minus 105. Um, the Capitals did give the Devils a scare there on Thursday night. Took them to a shootout. I think went to the fourth or the fifth round of the shootout. Devils did win 3-2, though. So now back-to-back losses for Washington after their big 8-3 win against the Sharks. Meanwhile, the Islanders have won three in a row, came back to win against Pittsburgh on Thursday. Um, 
they, they've been winning most of their game recently. They've won six of their past eight as well. Only losses in Minnesota and then against the Kings. So I like the Islanders here. It's a good coach team, good good team overall somehow, making a playoff push. Caps still are somewhat in, in their own right, but they don't have the the depth or the uh, the goaltending, most importantly, that the Islanders do with Sorokin against Darcy Kemper. So I do like the Islanders here at minus 140. I suppose I would lean to the under here, but five and a half in, in this one, I, I'm not going to take that. For sure, yeah, I, I love the Islanders here. My line is minus 160, so at minus 140, that is a significant bet for me. Uh, Capitals are, are playing okay considering all the pieces they lost, but uh, they're, they're still not a great team, especially offensively these days. Just can't find a scoring touch. Backstrom is uh, clearly not the old Backstrom and uh, Ovechkin uh, himself is is not exactly scoring at his toward pace he was on uh, earlier in the year. Uh, but that's what happens when you lose John Carlson, who is so important at feeding the puck, especially in the power play. And yeah, the Capitals are playing fucking Rasmus Sandin 30 minutes a night. And uh, he was the seventh defenseman in Toronto. And now he's the number one in Washington. So that just tells you everything you need to know about the state of the Capitals' decor. Uh, the Islanders, meanwhile, are, are yeah, they're they're dogging it out. They're they're fighting on uh, without uh, Barzell, and um, yeah, they're they're now favored to make the playoffs after being uh, look. They were out of it for a bit mm-hmm. there, especially it looked pretty bleak when Barzell went down. But uh, when he got Sorokin and then Bo Horvat doing his thing, uh, uh, anything is possible, I guess. So yeah, give me the Islanders here minus one forty. Also like the under five and a half minus one five. Capitals are playing decent defense considering uh, what they got, but uh, they're not scoring goals. So, and it's an Islanders game. So under five and a half, minus one five, and Islanders minus one forty. All right, going down all the way to ten o'clock now. No games between seven thirty and ten. Uh, we got the Ottawa Senators at the Vancouver Canucks, the home of Joe Meyer. Uh, Canucks are plus one hundred five. Senators are minus one twenty five. Over under is six and a half. Over at minus one thirty. Under at plus 110. Uh, what, what do you got for this one? This, this one's probably one of the other bad games on the slate. Yeah, I don't know. I think this could be a fun game. This will be a fun game. Just yeah, like it could. The, I mean, Sens, Sens are the one team pushing the Islanders for, for that playoff spot. Yeah, and the, and Canucks the Panthers. Playing, Canucks are playing good right now. They're they're not playing the hardest competition, but they're in every game. They're, they're winning a lot of them, too. Um, yeah, they're, the team's buying into what Rick Tockett is selling. Um, despite the the lack of talent they got there, uh, yeah. So it's it's a uh, line is about right with me. Uh, I got the Senators minus one thirty, so maybe a little value there for the Sens. Uh, but the the yeah the, the Canucks are not are not exactly playing like they're uh, um, totally out of it, and then they're, they're just in these games. Um, but uh, yeah, for the total is a stronger play for me though. I love the Wow, it's moved up to minus 130 here as we've been speaking, but uh, I still like over six and a half at minus 130. I just, uh, I know the Canucks playing better defensively. They're getting some better goaltending from Demko, but Senators, they just go all out. And um, yeah, they're, uh, they're, uh, the addition of Jacob Chikrin is, is the best addition of the trade deadline. He completely uh, changes that, that defense in a positive way. And uh, they're, they're actually competent now, like, uh, there's a domino effect involved in that with uh, everyone moving one place down in the lineup and uh, it affects the whole team. So, yeah, 
that's more for the Senators' side, but uh, for the total two over six and a half, like the, the Senators are just an awesome power play team. Canucks, a lot of this is Bruce Boudreaux, but I think they're the worst penalty kill team in the league, so that's a huge advantage for the Sens. Uh, Canucks have a decent power play too, so yeah, I think we could easily see seven goals here in a late fun game, and uh, yeah, you know what, I kind of talked myself into it as uh, as we've been going. I still like the give me the Sens here, minus 125. Yeah, I'm on both of those as well. I got the Sens earlier, minus 25, up to minus 130 some books. Uh, got the over 6.5 as well, uh, minus 130. The Sens are making that playoff push. Got a, got that win against Seattle on Thursday, 5-4. You know, they had that loss in Chicago. Everyone thought they might be done. But big bounce back win. I think a comeback win there as well in Seattle in, in the third period. Um, Ottawa has been scoring a ton of goals too, besides that Chicago game. Five-plus goals in what's that six straight each of their last six wins so maybe look at an ottawa team total here if you can get that over over three and a half or you know or over four for for plus odds canucks have been playing better but uh, i'm not going to like them too much here and yeah chickering it was like everyone wasn't so sure how good he was or how good he would be for his next team because you know in, in arizona you really don't know but he's i mean it's only been a few games but he just does look like he completely transformed that that defense. And this is going to be a, a team to watch for definitely for years to come. But yeah, for, for, for this game, sends minus 125 in the over six and a half at minus 130. We're going down to the other 10 o'clock game here. We got the Dallas Stars at the Seattle Kraken. Game itself is in Seattle. Uh, Kraken are plus 105. Stars are minus 125. Over-unders at six. Overpaying off minus 120 with the under at plus 100. Uh, this is this is also one of the games that I, I do not have a bet on yet for tomorrow. Uh, I do lean to the under. Both of these teams have been under teams so far this season. Uh, but, you know, Dallas just scored 10 goals against Buffalo. 5-4 uh, game before that, 7-3 before that against against the uh, Avs. So maybe they've found their offensive touch there. Maybe even lean to the over. They have four straight overs, uh, pushed, had six goals before that, and 5-4. Seattle also has been kind of more high scoring recently. So this is this is uh, it's going to be a good, good game. These are two teams that are, you know, if you look at the standings, you're kind of surprised where they're at. Dallas, you know, second in the West, top of the Central. Seattle very much in a playoff spot. So it should be a good game, but I, I just have no bets for it. Uh, tough trip for the Stars, going all the way out from Dallas to Buffalo, then all the way back to Seattle. That's uh, not a good spot for them situationally. So, yeah, my line is only minus 103 for the Stars to begin with. So, plus 105 for the Kraken, that's that's my bet here. I know they're not a great road or home team, but uh, they're improving of late, and they're, they're on a nice... Well, actually, no, they're not in a win streak anymore because the Senators beat their ass. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, it's a close line for a reason, but uh, I think that the situation and the... Uh, the parity between the teams makes uh, the plus 105, I think, a good bet here, uh, given the uh, yeah everything I just said. And but I, I kind of still lean to the overs, over six, minus 120. Um, it's been bet up somewhat, but uh, I still don't mind that just because the uh, stars aren't getting quite the elite goaltending we're used to. They're, they're finding some uh, goal scoring as well, and uh, the Kraken they're just. Uh, they get offense from all four lines, and then they have bad goaltending and uh, some shaky defense, too. So, yeah, I, I, I could see goals in this one for sure, as long as uh, the Stars didn't use them all up in that uh, destruction of uh, the Sabres. Fuck you, Thor Lebowski. <laughs> some guy in the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
right, going down to 10:30 here. We got the Minnesota Wild at the San Jose Sharks. Uh, game itself is in the Shark Tank. San Jose uh, Sharks are plus 155. Wild are minus 180. Over under is at six. Over under over is paying plus 100. Under is at minus 120. Joel, have you finally learned your lesson with the Sharks? You said you weren't going to bet them last show. You ended up betting them. They lost 4-2 to St. Louis. So uh, what do you say for this one? I wasn't going to bet them, but then the line went up like 18 (laughs) cents. So I had to. I was forced by the market. Uh, The market market fucked me up. Uh, Clearly the market was right and I was wrong. Uh, So this time, yeah. My, my number for the Wild, even after downgrading them for the absence of Kaprizov, minus 205. So at minus 180, yeah, that's, a, that's a great bet for me. Uh, I think that they're going to be able to, you know, just uh, keep up the Sharks' misery who can't get their the goal scoring. And then they're, just, they're leaky as shit. So even the Wild, pathetic, impotent offense can uh, surely find at least three goals against the Sharks team who are just uh, mailing it in the season, maybe more than... Any other team left, uh, any other team in the league. Um, oh, look at that. The line just moved to minus 175 for the Wild. So, oh, uh, nice. Yeah, people realizing that Kaprizov is injured and all that, most likely. But uh, it just gives me a better number. So, yeah, I quite like the Wild here. Uh, and I'm, Yeah, I've learned my lesson, hopefully, as long as the Sharks don't suddenly become, like, plus 230 or something stupid. Um <laughs> I should be on the wild in this one for sure. Wild and only wild. I also like the under six minus 120. Just once again, wild team. And now that they don't have Kaprizov, that's even less potential for goals for them. I mean, he was their whole potential to begin with every game. Uh, so, yeah, I like the under two. So, yeah, wild and the under. Yeah, it's it's somehow minus 175 just seems much more palatable than minus 180 of notes. Only five cents there, but uh, I'm right there with you. I'm not sure if I'm going to end up betting on the uh, on the wild money line. If it maybe one seven minus 175 isn't too bad. I did, however, already bet the under six at minus 120. The wild are an under team, and as you said, Kaprizov is out, so they're going to tr- struggle to score goals even more. Uh, San Jose can't score after trading away Timo Meyer, even though. Eric Carlson is somehow going to win the uh, Norris Trophy there. And I think we might end up taking the uh, Wild on the puck line, plus 145. Their last two wins, 4-2 and 3-0. Sharks' recent losses is more what I'm looking at. Uh, 4-2 in St. Louis, 6-0 to the Avs, 8 3 6-3, 3-1, 4-3, 6-2, 4-2. So they tend to lose by at least two goals. So I, I don't mind that the uh, plus 145 on the puck line. But so far, it's just the under six at minus 120 for me. And then the final game on the docket here, we got the Nashville Predators at the Los Angeles Kings. Game itself is at Crypto.com Arena. Uh, Kings are minus 150. Predators are plus 130. Over-under is at six with both paying off minus 110. I, I like the Kings here. I, I, I said last show, like, I don't know how the Kings have been good last season and even more so this season, but... They are. I watched some of that game uh, against the Avs because I ended up live betting the Avs a little bit. They're just a, a good, heavy team that that plays good team hockey. They, they've won five in a row now, won six of their past seven. Only loss was at the Rangers. Uh, Nashville, you know, since the trade deadline, getting rid of Niederreiter, Derneau, Ekholm, most importantly. They're okay for, they beat Florida, beat Chicago, but lost in Vancouver, lost 4-1 in Nashville. So I think that continues here in los angeles so i'm on the kings at minus 150 
I said uh, a few weeks ago that uh, I would be looking to fade the Kings um, after the All Star break and and whatever, uh, given the fact that their uh, you know their goal differentials was in the negative, yet they were second in the Pacific. But the the market would not let me do that because they kept giving me uh, you know more favorable prices to bet on the Kings. So it's it's worked out. I mean, uh, and now that they, they are they are a better team in terms of their. Uh, um, we got the uh, Gavrikov there, who's, who's uh, been a huge addition for them. He's been playing excellently. Uh, I saw Kevin Fiala left the game though the uh, that other night there. I'm not sure if uh, he's out, but maybe that explains this short number. Yeah, Kevin Al is stated day. Uh, they might get Sean Jersey back. Who knows? But uh, my line is minus 192 for this game. So I uh, quite love the Kings here. Nashville, you know, they just they lost in a pretty pretty measly effort against the Coyotes. Couldn't score a goal till they had the goalie pulled. Um, yeah, so I quite like the Kings here. And uh, kind of lean to the under six, too. Uh, the Predators just don't have a lot of firepower left since uh, losing. Um, they lose well, Nita Ryder. Ekholm was more defensive. So maybe that's not the problem. Maybe they just can't score in general. Uh, yeah, so I like the under as well, but not as much as the Kings side here. Yeah, um, I'm all over the Kings there. So it looks like we have a uh, quite a we few. We agree on fucking every. We game have quite a quite a few consensus plays here. Um, I'm stalling here a bit to see where I can get the best press price on the Flames because they're dominating after two periods but losing. Get them, get them live here, plus 115. Uh, but yeah, a uh, bunch of bunch of consensus. That's all plays. they do. That's all they do. They just dominate then lose. Fucking frames. I know. Uh, they're drawing me in again. Maybe I'll get burned. We'll see. Right, we got the uh, Bruins puck line minus 135. Don't often uh, agree on puck lines, but Joel is on that one. Um, uh, lean to the Flyers plus 220, just because this is a game they'd win. Uh, Rangers minus 145 is a lean there in Buffalo. Uh, the over six and a half at plus 100 in the Blackhawks Lightning game, especially if uh, Brian Elliott starts. Under six and a half and minus 105 in the Golden Knights Hurricanes game. Uh, Edmonton plus 110 at the Leafs. Winnipeg plus 110 at the Panthers. Um, Blues, Blue Jackets, do you have the over there? No, no. no. I lean under. Nothing for that game. Uh, Islanders minus 140 at home against the Capitals. Ottawa minus 125 and the over six and a half at minus 130 there in Vancouver. And then the Kings there at minus 150. So that is uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of the 15 games we have a uh, consensus play on. So I guess we'll, we'll maybe, maybe I'll track those and, and bring them back up on, on Monday or Tuesday and, and see how they went. Well, I hope you have a very good day tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so I hope you you as well, Joel, as always. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, I mean, we've, we've run pretty long, so I don't want to touch on it yet. But I, uh, next week, I do want to look into some of those like uh, specialty Stanley Cup markets you were talking about in the Discord. Like, the, will it be a, a new Stanley Cup champion? Like, will it be a Canadian team? Like, will it be this team versus the field? So I think that that's something, we, something fun we could talk about if there's a, a lighter slate next week. Sure. All right. Um, I feel like that was a lot of thought out there for a big 15 game slate. Uh, you got anything else you want to touch on here before we wrap up? Um, no, man. I think I'm worn out. Yeah, uh, I am right there with you. Um, make sure you are. If you're still listening to this, come on, follow us 
subscribe, rate and review on Apple, uh, sg.pn slash hockey, or just search for the Hockey Given Podcast. If you haven't left a review already and you've listened to more than one show, you're just a, a complete coward out there. You, you see these review, reviews we're getting. It's, we need more. We need more. We're getting more, and uh, we're growing here in March as we as we grind to do daily podcasts here. I might even do one tomorrow for Sunday. Unlikely, but it's possible for, for the eight-game slate. So make sure you're following there or wherever this is your podcast. And if there is no podcast, make sure you check out the Discord, sg.pn/discord. Get in the hockey channel there. Um, always throwing our bets in there before the game start, and then I'm also throwing out live bets. And you can get our picks uh, most of the time when we when we remember to do them on the SGPN app or on the website sportsgamingpodcast.com slash NHL dash picks, I believe is the uh, URL. Yes, it is. You can get our tally site picks on there. Um, all right. And follow us on Twitter as well at HockeySGPN. Talon has tried to make his voice heard there on more, more on there. He's been doing a, a good job there. So make sure you toss us a follow on Twitter. And you can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. And you can find me uh, looking forward to the end of Lent when I don't have to eat fish on Fridays. Uh, <laughs> give me a real animal to eat. Mm-hmm.